0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear family, as we said on Sunday, we say again today, we say it every day, we have to continue putting up with the nonsense. Let your faith be bigger than your fear. You'll notice that there's just me up here now, because I'm not going to have anyone wearing a mask up in the sanctuary and being complicit in the spreading of the fear. Hopefully it ends soon. Hopefully people come to their senses. The choice whether we want to wear a mask is ours and ours alone. Let your faith be bigger than your fear. And that plays right into our gospel today and our meditation. In the gospel today, Jesus talked about blind guides It would be comical if it were not eternally serious when he said, If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. That's Jesus talking. It would almost be comical, except he was very serious. So, as we struggle daily with the onslaught of the world around us, as we encounter what we all know is so much fake news, as we suffer the words of so many blind guides everywhere. Let us, I mentioned this last night, I had a mass up at the shrine for the doctors, the Catholic Medical Association, so I, I mentioned this to them. It's so good, it needs to be restated here. Let us hear some words from a famous atheist whose vision is 2020. He gets it. Without God's grace, he gets it. Listen to what his what his words were. This was spoken way back on May 11th, just two months into the five months we've already endured. of The lockdowns, all the prescriptions and all the commands. Spoken way back on May 11th. Keep that in mind. In his short piece entitled, We Can't Sanitize the Universe. Quote. I worry about that the last two months of quarantine have given people the idea that the way for humans to win our million year war with microbes is to avoid them completely. And I'm here to tell you, you can't. The key to beating COVID isn't through dining through glass we're never going to a concert, or never going to a ball game again. It's your immune system. You hear people say, COVID-19 is a new virus. So your immune system doesn't know how to handle it. Baloney. Well, it's Bill Maher. If you've ever heard him speak, that's not exactly the word he used, right? You get the meaning. Baloney, he said... Of course it, meaning your immune system, of course it does know how to handle it. That's why the vast majority of people who've had it either recovered or didn't even know they had it. What do you think did that? The human immune system. Hear this again, dear family. This lesson is lost on too many blind people out there. You hear people say COVID-19 is a new virus so that your immune system doesn't know how to handle it. Got to wait to get some vaccine. Vaccine. Wait another two years. Get a vaccine. Wait however long it takes. Shut down the globe. Destroy the economy. Destroy people's lives. Got to get a vaccine because your immune system doesn't know how to handle it. Baloney. It really is baloney. Baloney. Our immune system knows exactly how to handle it. And that is exactly why the vast majority of people who've had it either have recovered or didn't even know they had it. He continued, now there are people with immune systems that can't do the job and we should make it a priority to protect those people. You know what, dear family, we did. We leveled the curve, leveled the curve, leveled the curve. The curve is leveled. We've got ventilators coming out our ears. We've leveled the curve, so we've made it a priority and we have established it, that the curve is leveled. But to be, but he continues, but to compulsively be washing, to be scared of your own hands, that can't become the new normal. Microbes are ubiquitous. You can, you can keep discovering new places. This is him talking. You can keep discovering new places to scare people. Debying protection for whatever it is that they're scaring us with. But we're solving the problem from the wrong end. Now, dear family, listen to what he said next. This is a health problem, but we can't sanitize the universe. He continued, governors should declare keeping our bodies in good health as an essential job. Because that's the only way we are going to win this. Again, he continues. God knows what is all over your pets and in their mouths. And you invite them on the bed and they try to French kiss you. And sometimes they succeed. And some people don't even fight it. But, as he said, what's the point of a pet if you're not going to pet it? It's in the name. Now, dear family, listen very closely once again to what he said next. And what's the point of life if you can't live it? And then he continued. So, this weekend, do something nice for your immune system. Go outside that mysterious land beyond your curtains where the Grubhub drivers drive and live. And get some fresh air, and vitamin D, and break a sweat doing something besides eating hot chicken. Because at the end of the day, you can't keep all the pathogens out. End quote from of all people, an atheist, Bill Maher, or Mayor. Your family that was wisdom. He has 2020 vision. This guy. Today in our day, the godless are screaming out, lockdown, face masks, social distancing. You know what I call it, anti-social distancing, because that's exactly what it is. There's nothing social about distancing. All the while speaking with the forked tongue of Lucifer in the garden, quote, you certainly will not die. You won't die if you just lock down. You won't die if you just wear all these face masks for the next two months. You won't die if you keep up your anti social distance. Listen, after Mass on Sunday, some families weren't even required to social distance, but some families were standing outside after Mass and a car goes by. And so many lemmings out there, so many sheeples have been empowered like fascists to rip on us. Car goes by, holler out the window. Oh, thanks for spreading the virus. Apart from just simply being rude and obnoxious. It's that cancel culture attitude. It's that self-righteous, I know better than you attitude. It's that I'm going to run your life. I'm an elite and I'm going to tell you what to do. Your family, despite the extraordinary God-given gifts, in the medical profession, and despite their dedication, they are so dedicated to their vocation. Some things we cannot fix, and sometimes people die. But as Bill Maher said, what's the point of life if you can't live it? Which explains the epitaph written on the gravestone of Malcolm Forbes, who founded, you might know this, among other things, the magazine of the rich entitled Forbes magazine, He chose his epitaph for his gravestone to read, While Alive, He Lived. The family, as has been said, the cure cannot be worse than the disease. Yet, so it has become in spades. The immediate lockdown, you know, it all happened within two weeks. The immediate lockdown of the globe and the catastrophic collapse of economies including here in the United States, has resulted in a spike in suicides that exceed that of those related to COVID, whether actual or inflated. As to inflated, that's not my opinion. Even the lead doctors admit that the deaths of COVID were overstated by at least 25%. Suicides have exceeded those related to COVID. This says nothing about the actual violence and murders that have soared to historic and unprecedented levels. So the point, dear family, that seems to be lost on so many blind people is that if we we actually genuinely care about the physical or mental well-being of all people, then to shut down the globe does immeasurably more harm to a far greater number of people than leaving the economies up and running and people being allowed to live while alive. We genuinely cared about that. That would be the narrative. It's not a question of greed, keeping people working, keeping kids in school, where what? The percentage of of kids under the age of 18 who could possibly die from this is essentially zero. It's not a question of greed. We keep working. We send our kids to school. It's a question of life itself. And far more people will suffer. And far more people will die because of the excessive overreaction to yet another regularly recurring epidemic. These have come before. They are in our time and they will continue to come in the future. We don't shut down living. Your family, everything I've said from the very beginning of this insanity in these desperate times, let called for desperate measures. Some people complain about the homilies. If our homilies don't speak to our times, what good are they? If the shepherds don't try to shepherd the people in truth, what good are they? If we don't somehow inspire in you the spirit of living while alive, what good are we? I said from the beginning of this insanity, everything I said has been in defense of you, yourself, as well as your other brothers and sisters in Christ. A defense of you from the evil powers that have, in fact, absolutely harmed every single one of us. By taking away our life while we live, while we are alive, by denying us the freedom to live it. So as we grapple with the godlessness of the blind leaders of the world and the godlessness of so many blind followers like that car that drove by after Sunday Mass and said, thanks for spreading the virus. As we grapple with so many blind People. Let us strive to be a light of Christ to others, showing them in our own witness of faith, showing them that our faith is stronger than any fear that the narrative is trying to inculcate within us, showing them that even when the storm is at its most fierce, even when we have sometimes taking our own eyes off of Jesus and sought some other solution, some human solution, some fallible human model solution other than a divine one. Let us be that light that shows that if we turn our eyes back upon Jesus, that Jesus will now and always reach out his hand to save us, which is exactly why the church is the very last thing on earth that ever should have been closed. Let us now and always remember, though the world clearly has forgotten, that our help is in the name of the Lord who made this heaven and earth. And now and always, let our faith be stronger than our fear. In the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.